Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. The New York Rangers have won the Stanley Cup. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. I gotta drive home in an hour. Let's get it. Last hour I've got on this early Tuesday morning on the fan. I think I have five hour shows coming up on Wednesday, Friday. I gotta find out who's gonna be joining me on those shows. But Keith McPherson on the fan, you can join me. 877-337-6666. I will get to some of the tweets. I have not been on the Twitter machine. Um, but yeah, I was talking to Big Mac. Obviously, Big Mac is a Giants fan, and, and we're talking about the status right now. I, I said, you know, the term um, "it's penny wise and pound foolish." Like these these games right now, they're they're cool to win right now, but in the grand scheme of things, you would want this GM, this head coach, to pick their quarterback and to hit on that quarterback you would want them to have the higher pick of these, like, eight quarterbacks that are coming. And I guess they're not on that, you know. I, that's why I said they're not fans. We're fans. We look at it bigger picture. We look at it like, hey, we don't care about these games. Lose these games so that we have a top three pick. So that we can get Drake May if he's the guy down the line. They're not thinking about down the line. They're thinking about their jobs. Their jobs came into question in these last couple weeks. Uh, these players, like I said, these players can't tank. You'll get hurt like that. You get, you'll get hurt going out there and not giving full effort, not being ready to play. I mentioned Marcus Peters, who the Raiders cut because the Raiders noticed in the last couple weeks, even though the Raiders are supposed to have, like, the Raiders are supposed to be this, oh, man, Antonio Pierce, look at the Raiders. The Raiders are back. Look at this movement. They lose to the Chiefs. They lost to the Dolphins. Now they're cutting guys because they're seeing like guys like Marcus Peters. Like, whatever, bro. This doesn't mean anything to me. It means something to these Giants players. And I rattled off a bunch of their names just watching them play with effort. Xavier McKinney, Bobby Okereke, Adoree Jackson, Kayvon, Saquon, Jalen Hyatt. Like, these guys, they want to play. They want to win. And it sucks to lose. You, you hear Tiki Barber talking about it. Nobody, nobody wants to lose. Like, they're not focused on the draft because the draft isn't a guarantee either. 
And with all these different quarterbacks coming in, it might not be – Caleb Williams might not be the best guy. Drake May might not be, be the best guy. They're top two rated guys. But maybe it's Bo Nix who has the most college reps who will translate to be a better pro. Maybe it's Michael Penix Jr. Maybe it's Jaden McDaniels. I don't know. J.J. McCarthy. I doubt it's J.J. McCarthy. You don't understand what I'm saying? To us, it seems penny-wise and pound-foolish because it's like, what are these games? These You're winning these games, so you have, what, a better record than the Jets? And then you fall out of the top 10 picks? Which I think they're still going to be right around there. And I and I think that Shane is, is doing the work, and you heard him talk today. And, you know, of course he's saying yeah, he believes in the the person in, in Daniel Jones, and he, he noted how the guy is around right now. And, you know, he's, like, carrying his crutches around. He should be resting, but he's trying to work. Yeah. The Giants drafted a quarterback six overall, and they paid that quarterback. And he's under contract next year. He's going to be the guy if he's healthy, if. It's the NFL. There's always a bunch of ifs. If the Carolina Panthers took C.J. Stroud, maybe Frank Wright still has that job. Maybe Josh McCown still has that job, former Jets quarterback. They also fired Josh McCown. And they fired Deuce Staley. Right? There was a whole thing about David Temper yelled the F word in profanity after they lost to the Titans yesterday, two days ago now. So he's making changes. But go look up this guy. Uh, since he's been there owning the Panthers and uh, the soccer team, I don't know, Charlotte FC, he's fired a bunch of people. He seems like a guy with no patience and no clue. I knew he had no clue when he hired Matt Rule. <laughs> when, he, when, he, <laughs> when he hired Matt Rule, <laughs> there was a report that came out about, he, yeah, you know, he could relate to him because he was he, they dressed the same and some stupid that he could relate to Matt Rule. You're hiring a guy that you could relate to because you guys wear the same type of clothes. You guys both shop at Kohl's or something. You're a billionaire, and you can relate to Matt Rule uh, being a little bit of a slob. I don't know. I forget the exact report, but that was out there. That This was going on in the NFL, man. You got Antonio Pierce coaching the Raiders. Uh, you got a bunch of these coaches that are going to get fired. Ron Rivera, Ron Rivera fired Jack Del Rio. And they should fire Ron Rivera. Like, the new ownership for the commanders should absolutely fire Ron Rivera. And it all comes full circle because David Temper fired Ron Rivera. That was his first firing when he came and took over the Carolina Panthers. So, I don't know, man. When I look at the Giants and I look at the Jets, right, the Jets should fire everybody. But they're not. Everybody's safe. Everybody's good. And... You know, the, the the Giants, those guys have to look at the guys that came before them and say, yo, these coaches have been fired every two years. Joe Judge, you know, Pat Shermer, Ben McAdoo, these guys have been cut after two years. Well, now after two years, these guys are safe, and they do care about their culture. They do care about their preparation and the team going into game weeks and into games with some pride and fighting for a victory and not even thinking about the outside noise of, oh, they're tanking. They're tanking. They, they never were tanking. It just was a rough patch, some rough games, and uh, now they're winning games, and I don't think they're actually in the hunt, whatever you could say about them. It doesn't, like, what they're doing here, they're riding the hot hand of Tommy DeVito, the local story that people can feel good about, and he's actually producing for them. I do think they could beat the Packers. Who knows? Whatever. If the morale is better around the Giants, if the morale is better as far as the fans looking at Shane and Dable as, yes, these are the guys, which, listening to Shable, um, Shable, 
listening to Shane talk today, he's the guy. Um, listening to Dable coach, he's the guy. I just think they had injuries and they had tough opponents and they got smacked by the Cowboys. They got smacked by some other teams. But all in all, uh, inside that building, the Giants have Super Bowl trophies. They have a pedigree. They're a class organization. They're looking to win. And I do think that they hope to have a better record than the Jets. And speaking about the Jets, the Jets playing the Falcons. It's not a guarantee that the Falcons lay down for the Jets. The Falcons just beat the Saints. And don't look now. The Falcons are in first place in their division. They're looking at the Jets like, oh, we can get another win. We're trying to get to 500. I think the Falcons right now are a game under 500. So they're looking at the Jets like, oh, we're going to win this game. Tim Boyle, I'm telling you, yeah, they're they're 5-6 and six in first place. The NFL is crazy. There's always a division where it's like this. And I'm not really worried about it because if the season ended today, the Dallas Cowboys would face the Falcons. That w- that's who they draw, draw on the wild card. Cool. So at least that guarantees the Cowboys to get out of the first round. But there's always a division. It, it doesn't matter. Like it, it, it kind of rotates. I remember like the AF, the AFC, no, the NFC North was trash. The NFC West was trash. The South is. It seems like the South is trash a lot. And that's when people start talking about, oh well, the playoffs shouldn't be set up where you win a division and you go in. Yeah, of course it is. Of course it is. But yeah, the Jets, they should get Trevor Simeon ready because watching Tim Boyle, <laughs> Tim Boyle only got that start because of Aaron Rodgers. They defaulted into giving Timmy Boyle the start on Black Friday, the first ever Black Friday Amazon Prime game, where every commercial break there's a barcode for you to scan with your phone to buy something. They gave that start, the only game on for the world to watch. They gave that start to Tim Boyle, his first year on the Jets, and the only reason he's on the Jets is because he knows the system. And if you've heard me talk about football and, like, you know, people were talking about early in the year, well, you you know, let's say Kirk Cousins. Well, you can't trade for Kirk Cousins and expect him to come in and learn the system. Yes, you can. What are we talking about? People act like football is 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 like learn, learning how to speak Japanese. Like it's uh, learning how to speak Japanese and then you have to do uh, a Japanese calculus. It's not it's, – it's, it's X's and O's, bros. If, if you played in the NFL, if you played in college, you played in high school, you already know a little bit. So the fact that Tim Boyle knew the system, like, I think I said something to Sal as Sal was tweeting about the game and couldn't believe, like, yeah, like Tim Boyle's a sitting duck. He's got no athleticism. He can't evade any pass rush. He can't run. He is a sitting duck. So if if he's not getting the ball out quick, like that's what you got to gear the whole offense to, him getting rid of the ball quickly. That's not the modern-day NFL. When I was talking about Justin Fields earlier, I'm watching him make plays even though they weren't taking shots down the field. In the beginning of the game, he's extending plays with his legs. He's he's evading the pass rush. He's spinning out. He's stepping up. He's sliding out. Still got the ball in his hands. Runs a little bit. Throws it. That's what you got to do. The plays You have to make the plays. They're not given to you. So with the Jets and the Giants, Tommy DeVito, I think, with a bye week and uh, you know some soft opponents coming up, I don't think he's done getting wins, and, and they're not tanking. They don't care about the out, outside stuff. Like Same thing as last year, right? Last year, they couldn't get too high up on themselves because they did win nine games, go to the playoffs, and everybody's saying, oh, the Giants are back. It was one year. This year, they can't get too low on themselves. They had injuries. 
They lost their starter. They lost their backup quarterback. They lost their left tackle. They lost their running back. They lost a couple other different pieces on the offensive line. Can't get too low, but it's a long season. It's 17 weeks. You come back together. It's week to week. You regroup, and Tommy DeVito can win you some games. Good. Finish with a better record than the Jets. The Jets season, now everybody's softening up on the Jets. Please, spare me with the all, take it easy on the Jets. No. You get what, this is NFL football. You get what you deserve. This could have been avoided. The fact that Aaron Rodgers went down four plays and people want to say, oh, we knew their season was cooked. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. We did not know anything. They won three games in a row, and people were talking playoffs. I was talking playoffs. I was in playoffs? I was saying, Zach, well, the story should be, Zach Wilson is going to be the quarterback to lead the Jets to the playoffs and end the drought. He'll etch his name in history. Forget last year. He'll etch his name in history as the quarterback that actually got it done for the Jets. It didn't happen. I mean, way before we got there, I was the first person on WFAN the night that Aaron Rodgers got hurt. And I said, the Jets' defense can hold teams under 20 points. You have to get a veteran quarterback here. It's not Zach Wilson. It's not Tim Boyle. You cannot flush another season away with this kid. He's going to show you flashes. He's going to show you athleticism. But all in all, it's not going to be good enough. But you fooled yourself. You win the Nathaniel Hackett game in Denver. Really, that was Brees Hall's revenge game that won you that and the defense. Somehow, you know, Darius Slay doesn't play. Jalen Carter doesn't play. I forget some other injuries that the Eagles had. Devontae Smith took the Jets' money line, dropped two huge passes in that game. They completely sold. I'll let Brees Hall score. score. That, that might be the only game the Eagles lose this year. And it got us all hopped up on Mountain Dew. A rain game, uh, the battle for East Rutherford. In the Meadowlands, Tommy DeVito in the rain. The Jets come back and win that, and you get Zach Wilson on the podium like, yeah, 24 seconds? No problem. Just shut up, bro. Shut up. You got super lucky. The officials had a lot to do with that, too. 877-337-6666. Let's take these calls. Mike is in Queens. What's up, Mike? You're back on the fan. How you doing? You know, you look at 2009, every prediction place had – the New York Jets finishing in last place that year. Mark Sanchez is ranked from the top 50 worst quarterbacks of all time with 50 games or more as far as passer rating. Rex Ryan won four playoff games with Mark Sanchez and a roster picked to finish last. Okay? When I look at Bill Belichick, who was a complete failure before Brady showed up, the second Brady shows up, they start winning Super Bowls. Magically, in Brady's final four years on the Patriots, they make the Super Bowl three times. The moment Brady leaves, Belichick becomes the worst coach again in the NFL. So how is this guy even considered an average coach when he's had over three decades of coaching as a head coach without Brady and he's a complete nobody? And don't tell me, you know, they had a kick in the Super Bowl. They don't make the playoffs without Brady. People always love to pick up, you know, the kick by uh, Vinatieri, but they don't make the the playoffs, let alone Super Bowl. So those kicks don't happen. And we talk about, you know, a great defensive game that they had in the Super Bowl. Again, they don't make the playoffs without Brady. So Rex Ryan, who's considered a terrible coach by most people, has accomplished a lot more than what Belichick has. So this talk of Belichick being even an average coach should not be made. Thanks for the call, Mike. You can't say that. Like, it just it doesn't make any sense. I get, I got all your points, but you can't, you can't end that and say that Rex Ryan has accomplished more than Bill Belichick. 
What are we like? Come on, bro. Belichick is still coaching in the league. Rex has been on ESPN sitting at that table for years now. And as we're breaking down, like, the effect of a Tom Brady and a Bill. Listen to these guys just talk X's and O's. If we're comparing Rex and Bill, like, there's a reason. Like, Bill Bill, Bill stayed in, in New England and, and still had success or whatever. Rex went to the Bills. What the Bills do? And then he was out of the league. Like, I, can't, I don't know. I get, I get the conversation with Mark Sanchez. And, and, yes, there's something to be said about coaching. Always. And I believe that teams mimic the head coach, the leader. A lot of times, they follow the leader. They take on his persona. Rex definitely had that. I can't discredit Bill Belichick because he's had great defenses. I mean, going into this Tommy DeVito game, all the talk was, Oh, you know what Belichick does against rookie quarterbacks? They're tanking. Good grief. I, I I thought the Giants were tanking. The Patriots are pros at this. Who would have thought? There's so many signs watching that game. I'm like, I couldn't even watch the game. It sucked. I'm like, I, like they're not even going to score. In the beginning, it was 0-0. Then it was 7-7. Come on. This is so it's so obvious. The two, two tanking, terrible teams. But Bill... Hey, they know how to tank, all right. Yeah, let's sit Mac Jones down. Billy Zappi, you go in. They don't have a kicker. Even some of the play calls, they don't have anybody on offense. Ezekiel Elliott, Stevenson had a decent game. Uh, but they're throwing the ball to Douglas and, and, and Devontae Parker, whatever. What I'll say is this. You, you, you can't discredit that man's rings. He's got multiple rings. He is at the top, right? There's so many things that a head coach has to do in the game and preparing for the game. Right, that's not just a quarterback. Of course, Tom Brady was a huge cog in all of that because he was the Patriot way. Right, Bill Belichick could talk all day about um, you know do your job and expectations. Tom Brady is the one actually putting the helmet and shoulder pads on and doing that and setting the example for the other players. Right, the other players might not have wanted to train as hard or lock in, but they saw Brady do it, and Brady was obsessive about winning. But there, there's something to be said about, okay, Bill gave him that chance. They drafted Tom Brady. They elevated Tom Brady. They didn't move on from Tom Brady. I mean, they tried to. They they drafted Garoppolo. They wanted Garoppolo to be the guy. That didn't happen. They had success in years that Brady was hurt, right? It seemed like uh, Matt Castle, Jimmy Garoppolo, Jacoby Brissett, these guys won games with Bill. They suck right now for a reason. Mac Jones is trash. And they're they're trying to get the next Tom Brady, but not pick 199, like pick two or three. Keep it moving. Matt, on Long Island, you're on the fan. Hey, Keith, thanks for taking my call. I just want to talk some NFL here. I'm in week 12, are we done? Keep it rolling. I actually want to talk Eagles, uh, Cowboys. I'm a Giants fan. I don't like both teams. I have respect for both teams. And watching both teams over the past couple weeks, I mean, look, the Eagles, 10-1, Jane Hurts was MVP, but... I'm sorry. Uh, I mean, maybe I'm just this is stupid, but I don't know. They're a 10 win football team. The defense not looking that great as last year. They're not forcing many turnovers. They're sloppy as the football. I mean, let's be honest. You could say the what if, what, but. I mean, I mean, Marcus Stanley catch the ball, game's over. Gabe Davis, I mean, I know, but if you're a Cowboy fan, I mean, I'm not going to speak for someone else. I feel like you should feel confident. I and mean, there's ways to beat the nope. Eagles. Nope. <laughs> nope. 
the, the, the Eagles tried to I'm give a- the Dallas Cowboys that game in Lincoln Financial Field. I'm pouring, pulling my hair out. Like, I'm watching the game, and Jake Ferguson is breaking the, the huddle, like. and he's putting there's his arms out like them. he doesn't know the play. So I'm screaming, is he not supposed to be in the game? Is this the wrong personnel? Like, they started to short circuit. Like, Dak steps out of bounds. Then he's taking a sack. I'm like, they're trying to give you the damn game. It's right but there. Dak's playing MVP football right now, and I feel like this Eagles team, I mean, like, I'm sorry. I mean, yes, they're a great team. I'm not going to take anything away from that. I mean, but there's ways around it. I mean, they're letting up, like, 30 points a game. I'm at the Cowboys. They're, there's ways to beat. And they're the reason the Niners, I'm, I think they're going to Philly and win this game this week. They're a better team. They're not – you can't force these mistakes. You can't be like, oh, we you can get away. You know what's crazy? The fact that they're ten and one, and they haven't played a complete game yet. You know what's crazy? They give up all of these points, but they're still in it at the end of the game, and they can strike at the end of the game, whether it's offense or defense, to get it done. You know what's also yeah. crazy? You speak of the Dallas Cowboys, and it's a real thing. Who did they beat? I mean, the Cowboys lost to the Cardinals, led by Josh yeah. Dobbs, who just threw four interceptions tonight. The Cowboys haven't beat anybody. They're beating up on the Commanders, the Panthers, the Giants with Tommy DeVito. They beat up on the on on the Rams, the Chargers, uh, the Patriots, the Jets. But I feel like the Eagles, they're not going to – I mean, listen, they're a great team, but finding a way to win, I don't think you're going to be able to find a way to win over the next couple of games against a really disciplined 49er team in the Cowboys. And, again, I'm not a Cowboy fan. I'm not going to speak at, for you guys. What are you saying? They just they just faced the Chiefs in Arrowhead, the defending they, Super Bowl champ. They survived that. Then they, they Josh Allen and Joe Brady, right, the new offensive coordinator, they're rolling all of a sudden. They survived that. If they survived this 49ers matchup, which they're juiced up to play because Debo Samuel was running his mouth, Trent Williams – was running his mouth. They're at home. If they beat the 49ers, they're gonna feel like they can come into Jerry World and beat the beat the beat the Cowboys for sure. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, just to, I agree with that. I'm listening. I just, I, don't, yeah. I I've been, I, um, I've been hurt too many times. I believe it when I see it. The Cowboys had Man. that game in Lincoln uh, Financial Field. The Eagles were were they were they were getting hurt. They were committing penalties. They were falling apart. I just says one thing before I go. I mean, I'm sorry, but like, I'm not gonna be like, oh, I'm not gonna make you for the rest. But I don't care if this mean no outcome game. You gotta make these calls. I'm a dig in overtime. I don't care. Oh yeah, come on. That hold, he was clearly down being pulled around his neck. How does that not get called? He's wrestler. Like, and tonight against the Bears, I mean, seriously, I mean, you take off his helmet, but his face is broken. These wrestlers too much control of the game. I'm sick of it. It's bad. It's bad for this for this league to be worth thirteen billion dollars or whatever it is. They have issues that money can fix. Money can't fix everything. You can actually fix these issues with the refs, even with the turf. Thanks for the call, Matt. That's another thing I wanted to speak on. The guy Phillips from the Dolphins. You see him get the Achilles pop. Oh, the narrative. Aaron Rodgers did the same thing on the same turf. That's why I said that watching the Jets game was a disaster movie. It's like uh, like. What will happen next? I'm like, now the whole world gets to see a non-contact injury on this guy on that turf. And uh, the players after the game blame the turf and said a bunch of stuff. The NFL can fix these issues. They make enough money for these guys to play on grass. In the Premier League, in the Champions League, whenever you see European soccer, there's never a turf field. They're always playing on grass, green, natural grass. Looks like that. 
Their, their stadium could have been dropped somewhere in the wilderness. NFL, they play on turf. It's just easier because Taylor Swift's going to pull up and have a concert this summer, and uh, The weekend's going to have a concert this summer. And I don't know, maybe uh, Drake and J. Cole have a concert this summer, and we can just uh, put the you know matting over the turf, and we're good to go. No, these guys should be playing on grass. They should be playing on grass. If that's what these players prefer and that's what these guys want, it doesn't cost that much. I mean, I know you can still get hurt there, but like that's tough to see. That's rough to see a guy get hurt like that on the same turf. And, you know, the narrative around the Jets this year is, oh, Aaron Rodgers, oh, it wasn't that crazy of a hit. It just was the way his, you know, his his foot flexed on the turf. And, yeah, I'm a Cowboys fan, but I've been scarred too many times. I've been hurt too many times, especially with, like, the Eagles or thinking, like, all right, I never quit on Dallas, but I think it was the 2019 season. They had a game against the Eagles that, like, broke me, yo. It absolutely broke me. I remember piling up all of my Dallas gear and putting it in a pile. I think I was a little drunk, and I had the pile, and I took a picture of it, like, on some, like, suicidal stuff. Like, this is it. This is this is this is how it ends. <laughs> and my wife is like, what are you doing? And I like snapped out of it. I'm like, I was about to I was about to jump ship. I was about to jump ship. Let me see if I go back and find it. Cause there was one game that they needed to beat the Eagles at the end of the season and they couldn't get it done. And it pissed me off to like I I I couldn't I'm like, I can't stand these guys, bro. I can't. So I'm not getting suckered in. It that is my team. That's the team I chose. That's the team I root for. It, it, it's not as bad as being a Jets fan. The Jets fan, the the pain that the Jets fan has. Somebody was checking me on on Twitter because I used Beningo's live uh, line. Oh, what a disaster! Oh, the pain. And they were like, "You don't know this pain. It's it's not your pain." And I'm like, "You're right. You're right. You're right." But I do got to watch these games. I do got to talk about it. But you're right. I don't know the pain of being a Jets fan. I don't even know the pain of being a Giants fan. Like. Right now, where the Giants fan is, where Giants fans are fighting with other Giants fans on whether they should win games or not, like the C- I wouldn't even want to watch the rest of these games. You're damned if you do, damned if you don't. How much can you really enjoy a Tommy DeVito win on Sunday knowing that you're dropping in the draft position to actually pair up the quarterback with the head coach and GM for your regime potentially for the next 10 to 15 years? So I said penny wise and pound foolish. I don't even know where I got that phrase from. Is that, I guess that's a, a a British term. But penny wise and, and, and pound foolish are people that are like, you know, they're they're nickel and, and diamond. They're doing things in, in the in the short term for a, a couple pennies and, and nickels, and they're not thinking about their money over time. Right? If if you're thinking of your money over time, you're thinking of, wait, this is a quarterback heavy draft class. Where they say there's some guys coming out. And we we found a guy in Josh Allen. Look at Josh Allen now. Maybe we can hit on a guy in the draft. And we don't have to worry about Daniel Jones's neck. Daniel Jones' ACL. Tommy DeVito's a cute story and all, but we're trying to win and really win. Like We're trying to set up the New York Giants to be perennial contenders every year. And it seems like... The teams that find these quarterbacks, whether they're first-round picks, whether they're, you know later in, in the first round, second round, whatever, when they find their guy and they build around their guy, like that's the new model in the NFL, is it not? You find a young quarterback that you don't have to pay big money right away, 
and you build the team around him and you hope that you can win a Super Bowl in those first couple years. But Daniel Jones is the guy. He was drafted six overall. They paid him a contract. And when he's healthy, he's going to be ready to go. And if the Giants are picking 10th overall, so be it. They'll take uh, a Kool-Aid McKinstry. <laughs> 877-337-6666. My last break coming up after this. This is my last break. I think I got at least another break, but this time's going to smoke by. Keith McPherson on the fan. We'll be right back. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Odell Beckham Jr. made the catch with one hand for the touchdown. Wow, what a catch by the rookie. Ridiculous. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. AM to 2 AM. Let's wrap this thing up. C-Max in the bullpen warming up. He's coming up next. I'm trying to find that game, man. I'm trying to find that game. I don't think maybe it was the 20, I think it was the 2019 season where I was done with Dallas. I think they needed to beat the Eagles to either win the division and go on uh, to the playoffs. And they lost a stupid game. And uh, no, no. The internet's not telling me that that was the game. Maybe it was 2018 then. Or maybe it was 2020. Maybe it was 2019 into 2020. But boy, I was tight. You know, it is what it is, man. Uh, sports, being a sports fan, it's misery. It's pain. But we all get into this to win, right? We We all get into this. Seeking the thrill of victory, seeking a championship. And, you know, as I'm watching the Giants, I just realized like they're in this to win, right? They're they are not fans. They want to win the game, right? They're not out there to, t- to tank. You can't take your foot off the gas. Right? Randy Bullock is kicking the game, winning field goal. Chad Ryland is missing the game, tying field goal because they're tanking. That's the difference right there. Bill Belichick and those guys tanking. Brian Dable, Brian Dable now forever can say head to head, I beat Bill Belichick. Even in uh, you know the situation they're in, whatever, I I beat Bill Belichick. Like it's different. So Shane uh, spoke today, and I, he really didn't give you anything. I know they asked him about Leonard Williams. I have no issues with the, how that all went down. You know he cited fantasy football. Everybody thinks it's just transaction, transaction, player to player. You know, even Saquon Barkley not being moved. He did say he didn't get one call on Saquon Barkley. I find that to be literally impossible. <laughs> I don't know how some 
running back need like there there's probably five teams off the top of my head that I could think of that like probably could have called and checked on but it, what's he going to tell you in the meeting he's not going to tell you anything so whatever the giants i think at this point it's about seeing what you can get out of your young guys right wandale robinson should be in on every play uh jalen hyatt every single play same thing with guys on defense tommy devito you got it tyrod's coming back don't worry about it tyrod you're gonna be qb2 in case tommy goes down but your contract's up after this year we're riding this kid's story local guy it's all we have We'll see how many games we can win down the stretch here with with TD, Tommy D. And maybe we'll finish with a better record than the Jets. And for the Jets, it's just like more misery, more pain, more coulda, woulda, shoulda, what coulda been. And I get it, Aaron Rodgers is going to be on Pat McAfee today talking about how he's coming back to practice. But for what, bro? Your own ego? Yeah, because that's what this all is about, right? Oh, uh, he wants to prove that he can come back fastest from an Achilles injury. For what does that prove? How about you come back and make sure you're 110% good for next year? Because there's a lot riding on this. Let Timmy Boyle go out there and lose to the Falcons. And I don't know if it was me, I'd, I'd have Trevor Simeon ready to go. You, We knew Timmy Boyle had nothing in the NFL. Even his college numbers were bad. But we also were just like anybody but Zach Wilson because after a while you got tired of watching Zach Wilson go out there and, and and throw the ball into the dirt, take sacks, have that like deer in the headlights look in his face. So, you know, even with Timmy Boyle, he completed some passes. But like I said, in this NFL, if you can't evade the rush, like there were some plays where he just was stuck. <laughs> he couldn't get out of the pocket and there was some room to move, but you're not athletic. These D linemen are more athletic than you. Trevor Simeon, probably not much of a difference. He's a little older now, but he does have some NFL experience. What what are they playing for? They're like, I don't know. I don't understand what they're playing for. They got to play for pride. Timmy Boyle, I don't think is good enough to get it done. Maybe he can get it done against the Falcons. But I would give him that next start, which I said he's literally only starting because Aaron Rodgers. He's here because he knows Nathaniel Hackett's system. He's not here because they were like, this guy's a good player. Oh, this guy, this like, it's crazy to, to to think about how all roads lead back to Aaron Rodgers, and now Aaron Rodgers is supposed to come back to practice. For what? This is where the Jets got to step in and say, hey, buddy, it's a wrap. At this point, like, talk about tanking. Looking at the Jets' schedule, I mean, the commanders are trash. The Browns just went out there and lost to the the. Broncos, and then you got the Patriots. You could rip off some wins, but what you could have done this year is flush down the drain. Even without Aaron Rodgers, there was a chance that you become one of these playoff teams, and now that's that's cooked. That's done. All right, let's take the last calls, and then we're out of here. Josh is up in the Bronx. What's up, Josh? You got it. I'm telling you, thanks for taking my call, Keith. Listen, Tommy DeVito, you don't let him go. I'm sorry. Mr. Dable, you got a a controversy at quarterback. Uh, Danny Dimes, I know you're the star. It won't cost him much to keep him. And and living at home with his mom, he don't want to play anywhere else. (laughs) He wants to stay right there. Hey, I'm I'm telling you, Yankee fans, you should be like Giant fans because this Anthony Volpe and this this Tommy guy, man, you know the chicken cutlet thing here. uh, Hey, 
Give Tommy DeVito the rest of the season. And I guarantee you going in the training camp in 2024, you're going to have, he's not going to be a quarterback two or three. He's going to be the starting quarterback for the New York Giants. And you can say what you want about Daniel Jones. He's a, he's good when he's healthy, but he's damaged goods because you know teams are going to target him. They're going to hit him. They're going to shake him and they're going to rattle him. And, Thank you for taking my call. That's what I wanted to say, Keith. Thank you. Thanks for the call, Josh. Yeah, that's a, I mean, it's a good hope for Tommy DeVito. I don't want to say what anyone can or can't do. You know, maybe he's uh, the next, who knows? It's just, I don't know. <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm the Giants, like, and I'm looking at these kids that are coming, these, uh, these quarterbacks that are coming into the league that are on their way, I'd be, I, I, I don't know. I'd, I'd already know like one or two of those guys, which I thought would be my guy. I wouldn't be thinking about Tommy DeVito at all. It's a nice story. It's a local feel. It's good for this year, which went completely left. But Tommy DeVito is not supposed to be able to compete with the likes of a Drake May. Uh, he's not supposed to be able to compete with a Daniel. He didn't compete with Daniel Jones or Tyrod Taylor. So I just wouldn't, I don't know, I wouldn't get to, I think it's a cute story. I think because of the circumstances of where this year went, it's cool. But I just don't see the kid actually ascending to the point where we're like, this is a starter in the NFL. Let's go to Pat and Pelham. What's up, Pat? You're on the fan. Hey, what's up, Keith? How are you? Good. Thanks for calling. Yeah, thanks, man. Uh, uh, so you were touching on the Patriots a little bit before and how it's that perfect situation where we're tanking. And as a Patriots fan, I know we're tanking, right? But uh, just looking ahead, if we are able to get into that two spot of the draft, I know we talked about, you know, how big and, you know, successful hopefully this quarterback class is going to be. Is it worth it to look at a playmaker like Marvin Harrison Jr. as like that next Justin Jefferson where he is going to change in, you know, maybe the Patriots trade up and uh, look for a quarterback later on? Or is this, you know, is this a generational guy or is it not? Nah, screw it. Let's go for a Caleb Williams kind of situation. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I, the thing I keep saying about Marvin Harrison, Maserati Marv, he's going to be a great receiver. He's got the bloodlines, whatever, but he's also dependent on who's throwing him the ball like. A, the quarterback is everything in this NFL. The the quarterback is everything. These teams lose their starting quarterback, we write them off. The teams that have the guys that have the big money guys, we think they have a chance. We're looking at the NFL right now. We're saying it's it's between uh, Brock Purdy, Jalen Hurts, uh, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen. You know, like I would I would draft a quarterback. I mean, somebody's gonna the Bears probably will get Marvin Harrison. Great. It's, it's about need as well. Sure, the, the Patriots need a, a receiver, but they need a quarterback first. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm totally with you on that. And and a second point is, uh, you know, as we continue tanking, I don't think the uh, – I'm not sure if Belichick's pride is going to get in the way or not of uh, this 16 straight wins over the Jets at the end of the year or not. I think that's a uh, that's going to be on the line for him. But if – they want to really set themselves up for the future. I think you almost have to take that loss. You gotta, you gotta lose out. I think you know, there's so. a, I think there's a 
legit scenario where that game won't really matter, where it could be already locked in. I, I don't think that the I don't think Carolina is going to win a single game. They just fire their coach. I think they're going to lose out the rest of the way. Uh, and I I mean I could check their schedule, but I just think that that whole situation is bad, and everybody knows it's bad. They know it's bad in inside there. No, they're not going to win another game. They they yeah. have their division to face, and they have the Packers and the, they're not going to win another game. I think that I think that the Patriots can lose every game, but Bill Belichick m- might want to do something against the Jets, and he's not going to have to do much to beat the Jets in the last week of the season, and still get a yeah. top three pick. <laughs> I agree. Thanks, Keith, for taking my call. Thanks for the call, Pat. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, number one pick, and that number one pick is Carolina's pick, which is going to the Bears. The number two pick right now is for the Cardinals. And hell yeah, if they if if they're picking number two and they want to continue with Kyler Murray, who they paid, and give him Marvin Harrison Jr., hell yeah, they're taking him. That's what Tankathon has right now. They have the Bears taking Caleb Williams, but I don't even know if you do that. You have Justin Fields. I keep working with him. You just I don't know. I think you could trade that pick, whatever. The Patriots, I mean, the Bears just won a game tonight. So the Bears are another team that they're not tanking. I think the Patriots could lose and and still have that chip on their shoulder against the Jets to say, nah, we're, we're going to get that one. That's what I thought about Mac Jones and the Patriots. I'm like, man, they'll come here and beat the Giants every single time. But they're facing – or uh, they'll, they'll come here and beat the Jets every single time. But they're facing the Giants, and then they, they can't get it done. Of course. E. Frank in a story on the fan. Go for it. You got it. All right, Keith. Uh, i just like to say, um, basically, you know, you might – Assume that the uh, jet season is lost, okay? But in reality, you know, with um, um, <clears throat> with Timmy Boyle, you know, and these new changes, uh, you have to assume that they uh, are being created for the best of the team, uh, and they're trying to make sure that maybe uh, the Jets come with at least a few more wins before the. No, the, why? You can't assume that. Why would I assume that? Well, you know, you're saying that. Then you you even said it right now. You said that you know it's like, you know, they're not going to make the playoffs. Uh, you know, it's awful. But I, I'm optimistic. I've seen the Jets in the past come no, out no, of no, that. No, no, no. We got to focus on the Jets right now. They're 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 on a nosedive. They're not they're not winning this team with these guys. And it's not it's not just the quarterback, E. Frank. Like they're 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 skill position players. That we raved about in Brees Hall and Garrett Wilson, they're regressing. Brees Hall had seven carries for 25 yards. I think uh, Garrett Wilson, like, he had seven catches for uh, 44 yards, but I think he coughed the ball up or he did something that I was just like, this kid is not locked in. <coughs> Excuse me. They're, they're relying on Xavier Gibson, right? They have to put Alan Lazard as a healthy scratch. Uh, they, they gave a roster spot. To Randall Cobb, they had Corey Davis. He retired because I think he could feel that these these guys that were around him that hadn't been there were going to get more of an opportunity. They're relying on Jason Brownlee. Like, they're relying on guys that in Hard Knocks were the cute story at the end of Hard Knocks. All these undrafted free agents are going to actually get a chance to be on the team. Now here we are. They're actually getting playing time. They're getting wrecked. Like, this isn't good. This There's nothing good about this. Dalvin Cook, they signed Dalvin Cook. How much they paid Dalvin Cook? Seven, eight million? Uh, he's he hasn't been effective at all. The the play caller is not gonna change. 
It's still Nathaniel Hackett calling the plays. And I don't think they beat the Falcons. I don't think they beat the Texans. I don't think they beat. Who can they beat? Can they beat the Commanders? Maybe because the, the Commanders sold off players. And the Commanders are probably at this point looking at tankathon.com and saying, hey, maybe we could sneak in and, uh, you know, the, the, the Commanders are at number five in the 2024 NFL mock draft right now. If they keep losing, maybe they can sneak up there and get a Caleb Williams or a Drake May. But the Jets, no, like nobody is uh, coming to save the day for the Jets. Not Aaron Rodgers. There's nobody on offense. And it's only so long that the defense can keep going out there and pretending like everything is good and, and following Rob Sala's mantra and just, you know, focusing on like it, it's, it's, it's not good. It's unfortunate. They could lose every single game the rest of the way. Yeah, I've known you a little bit in the past, and I gotta say, you're absolutely 100% correct. Your facts are 100% correct. But the Jets fans insist that, you know, there's gonna be some yeah. caboose and some juice from the. You're, you're a fan of the Jets. You watch every week, and you hope. Thanks for the call, E. Frank. I'm not a fan of the Jets. I'm a football fan. I told you my, my misery. I told you, you, my plight of a Dallas Cowboys fan, like, yeah, they beat all these bum teams. I don't believe. So, yeah, we them boys. Jerry Jones out there talking about this This is the best time I can remember. The, the Thanksgiving win over the Commanders is the best time you can remember. Wow. At 81, you forgot the Super Bowls? You forgot. Good grief. This is what I'm talking about. So, like, as a fan, sure. Every Sunday I, I get excited for, for football games and winning. And, right, this Thursday, the – the Cowboys have the Seahawks coming to Jerry World. They better handle business. But, again, it's the Seahawks. Is Kenneth Walker going to play? Like, how pumped up am I going to be about them beating the Seahawks? I watched them get smacked by the 49ers. Bum, 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 Got all fired up for Sunday night and even did something I never do. I bet with my heart. I'm like, this game means so much to the Cowboys. They got to win this game. I'm betting on Dak. Same game, parlay CD, blah, blah, blah. They got absolutely embarrassed. After Dak threw his third interception, I turned the game off. So I get it. You Jets fans keep coming back for more and more. You literally have Tim Boyle running the show. There's no world where Tim Boyle should be the starting quarterback of the New York Jets. But because of Aaron Rodgers, he got that opportunity. And, and you're going to go into this Falcons game and believe that Tim Boyle gives you a shot. And, and who am I to tell you that he doesn't? Maybe they win, but I just look at at everything I've seen from them this year, and where what they've defaulted into, and where they are, and where the schedule is in the rest of the NFL. The Falcons have B. John Robinson. The Falcons have Cordero Patterson running the ball again. Desmond Ritter has his his um, you know last leg, his second life this season. He he's trash, but he he's going to be able to play well. And I don't know, they're a dome team. Maybe they come here and the Jets defense can do enough. Or they, but Timmy Boyle to me. I just don't see him as a guy that's really going to push the ball down the field and win games. Jarvis and Harlem, my last call and I Go for it, Jarvis. What's up, kid? How you doing? Good, good. I just I can't buy in. I I'm, I just I don't see it. Maybe they win yeah, one yeah. game out of these these last six. Yeah, right, right. I told you. Well, I the last time I called you, I said the Jets would be four and seven, and look at that record right at <laughs> four and seven. And I, I I was right, and I was right the whole time. You know the last two games, losing to um, losing to um, the Dolphins and um, what's the other game? Um, I forgot. The Raiders. The, the Raiders. The yeah, Bills wasn't even close. The Chargers right. wasn't even close. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so I think it's going to be fun. So the, the season over. The season's been over already because, you know, it doesn't matter what six games left for the Jets. They're probably going to lose to the Falcons. Right. I said this was the month. Houston. November was the month, Jarvis. I said this is the month that's going to define the season. They lose to the Chargers. They lose to the Raiders. They lose to the Bills, to the Dolphins. The next game coming up is December 3rd. Okay, let's see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aaron Rodgers will be back for the Commanders game, right? Is that the game he's targeting, Commanders game? Maybe get a five win, but I don't see that beating the Patriots. But they never beat the Patriots ever. I mean, no, who, it doesn't matter who the quarterback. And it's the, the last game of the season. Like it, nothing matters. Bill Belichick will try to win that game just because he he like watch. We'll see. I just they they've defaulted into Tim Boyle, and after watching Tim Boyle, like I I guess he knows the offense better than Zach Wilson. Makes quicker reads. He can adjust the, the blocking. But what are we talking about? They're cooked, and it's okay. They they should be tanking. They should be losing, but whatever. Rob Sala, you know, keep the faith. Trevor Simeon, get Trevor Simeon up. I'd have Trevor Simeon ready to go second half. I'd have Trevor Simeon ready to go second half after that fail Mary got returned. I'd be like, come on, bro. We just can't get right. C-Max coming up next. That's all I've got. But I'll be back after the Brooklyn Nets play tonight. And then 5-hour KM to AM Wednesday. And then uh, after the Nets Thursday. And then another football Friday 5-hour show. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Sports Radio 1019 We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.